Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. Always follow the, follow the follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah. This is Follow the Money with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on VSIN. Here we go. Welcome in. This is Follow the Money on VSIN, the sports betting network. Mitch Moss along with Polly Howard as we are live in downtown Las Vegas from the Circa Resort and Casino on tap over the next three hours today. We have uh, as many Week 18 possibilities and scenarios as possible. We'll try to hit everyone that we uh, are aware of at this point. Plenty of guests today coming in from uh, local markets to give us uh, an idea of which players might play, which players might not. If they do play, how long it's going to be. Always a very tricky week from a betting perspective, Paulie. But as we were... uh, you know, screaming at uh, Roger Goodell from the mountaintops yesterday, make up your mind already, pal. They can't, you know, here's the thing. They were kind of up, like, they were not going to be able to make everybody happy with this, no matter what they did. And uh, are you okay now? You brought up the idea of a neutral field. And yes. now that is absolutely in play for the AFC title game. I thought that was the right move. Didn't you? I thought that was the only way. You're right. And Goodell said that in one of the, uh, in the statement about you, you, someone's going to be bothered, hot and bothered by this. But I thought that was the best way to do it. I also was looking at it from a Cincinnati-Buffalo perspective as well, which is not going to come into play. It would be a AFC title game, and it would be a Cincinnati-Kansas City or a Kansas City-Buffalo. Yep. So uh, I thought that was the best way to go about it. I thought, uh, let's not celebrate too soon. The owners, these artifacts and relics have to vote on this today. I don't know if this coin flip business is going to pass. Between the Ravens and the yeah. Bengals, if it comes right. down to that. right. 
I don't know. I don't. That's the one thing that really bothered me. If the Ravens uh, win Sunday, and they have yeah. to play again next week, they'll determine who gets the home game by a coin toss. Yeah. Why are we so coin toss happy in this country? Right. Well, what do I stand to win? <laughs> I mean, this would be a big deal. Call it. <laughs> right. Call it. Call it. What would you call? Would you go heads or tails? Oh, the home playoff God. game's on the line. A lot of pressure, Mitch. I'd probably sit there all night and flip. And then, <laughs> That's right. Okay, I'd do like a 1,000 flips. If I come out like, uh, you know, 520 yeah. to 480 tails, I'm going to go tails. That seems a little Mickey Mouse, but that's, again, that's it's, it's a, banar, <laughs> a bizarre scenario, though. I, I, but I also feel like I'm the only person in the country who hates the coin flip in overtime. I, I can't stand that. Yeah. Uh, to me, it's like, what are we doing here? You play that long, and now you can win the game based on who wins the coin toss? That, that There's got to be a better way. There just has to be. Mm-hmm. So, okay, in summary, here's what can happen, right? 14-3 and three Chiefs versus 13-3 and three Bills. If that's the game to go to the Super Bowl in the AFC, that's on a neutral site. 13-4 and four Chiefs versus 12-4 and four Bills, that's on a neutral site. 13-4 and four Chiefs versus 12-4 and four Bengals, that's also on a neutral site. Week 18, according to Field Yates at ESPN, has no bearing on a possible Bills-Bengals championship game. That would be in Buffalo. But the KC game against the Raiders still has major ramifications. Uh, KC, if they win, it's a first-round bye. They would just not be guaranteed to play the title game in Kansas City. That would be the neutral site then. And if KC loses and Buffalo wins, the Bills would take over the one seed, a first-round bye and home field advantage. Mm Mm-hmm. So tomorrow's game here in Las Vegas is absolutely huge for KC. Right. And if we, I would love to see Bill's Chiefs in the AFC title game and play it out here. Can you imagine? Put the sucker out here. And those uh, great fan bases would travel, and that thing would be awesome. And what a better spot to have it than Allegiant Stadium. I would rather see. Here, here's my what, thing. What, Indy? The, uh, no, Indy not was floated? Indy. Not Indy. Uh, to me, when you look at it, all three of these teams, they play outside in you know potential cold weather, maybe some snow. I think you got to play the game outside. I, but I'm also uh-huh. old school that way. Like I love snow football. I I think football was meant to be played in the elements. Right. So play this game at Lambeau. Oh wow! Not How about bad. that? Not so bad. put it in Soldier Field. Sure, sure. I also haven't said this publicly. Uh, I have a piece of the Bills ticket in the blackjack tournament as well, and that pays forty five thousand. Oh, so you partnered up so with the, uh, the, the Bills? Bit, yeah. yeah. The, 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 in that blackjack so, tournament, when, again, to remind people here, whoever finished their, at the highest got their pick of which team they wanted a, uh, right. a huge bet on on a team to win the Super Bowl. Right. And it's, then once that team was gone, you no other, nobody else could take that right. team. And Scott, the, Bills Scott went picked fourth. fourth. Think about that. Bills went fourth. Chiefs went fifth. Yeah. Oh, but, the, but the but you know, Circa had a lot of... Um, um, Liability? No, what's the word I'm looking for? Opinion in their future market. Okay. I mean, if you like we said yesterday with the Vikings, they don't think the Vikings have a chance. But going back to the day of the draft, the Bills were plus three fifty to win the Super Bowl. So it's a lot of uh, opinion based on their future odds and who they like throw dismissing teams. They don't have a chance, and uh, and, and what the odds were uh, as well when we did we did the day of the draft with the blackjack tournament. Okay, so you guys are going to split it somehow between those two teams. Is that it then? Have you? Done anything else? Have you gotten down on the Bengals? I took a little nine to one on Cincinnati. Anything from the NFC? No. Or are you going to worry about it? I'll thinking... worry about. It. I just get me in the Super Bowl. Okay, so get to, get to the Super Bowl with Bengals, right. Bills, Chiefs, and then yeah. Okay, that's right. Yes. Now the other scenario is you know we've always talked about with pro tips. Know the house rules. Very important. They are not making up the Bills 
Bengals game. The Bengals win the AFC North. But at DraftKings, if you bet the Bills or Bengals over their win totals, those are still graded winners because they're already determined. But that's not going to be the case at most places. How about that? So that is, again, very important where you place your bets and to know the house rules. Right. I do like that. I, I wish Well, that, you said it yesterday. I mean, I, I understand where you're coming from. It makes sense. I mean, they've already gone over their win totals. Right. Pay them out. Yeah, there's no way that ticket can lose. Uh-huh. It's, it's a winner. It's already been determined, as you just said. So I, I, I think books, again, like Nevada Gaming out here, it's very tricky. And you got to submit like, you know, 12 pages, I think. Uh, whatever it takes to like to win them over when you want to change the rules, but somehow that could be in the, like a little asterisk, right? If the bet has already been determined, even if they don't play 17 games, bam, we're going to grade her to winner. Mm-hmm. I think that should be the case everywhere if it's possible. Yeah, yesterday was a strange day. Now you start off, you get the great news with Hamlin, and how good was that? Awesome. He asks if we win, he writes it down on on a piece of paper, and you get the good news there with the press conference. Uh, again, keep in mind what, when he was alert yesterday and finally woke up a little bit, he's going to have no idea how long he was out. How, what does he know? Sure. To him, it could be 10 minutes. Absolutely. He has no clue. It was, it was days. The parents had to fill him in and catch him up on yeah. everything. And then, remember, in the afternoon, it was floated about they might go to eight teams. They might expand the playoffs. And then you think, well, wait a second. Now, you, now we're getting carried away. And what does that mean for futures? And also, I mean, Tennessee just sat people. And now they could have been in. Well, that's and now, so now that that came out, that never got anywhere. But that was actually looked like that was gaining some steam yesterday with yeah. the reports. And it turns out Adam Schefter last night, late last night, put the kibosh on that and said the league never considered it. I don't know how you could. I mean, that would have been uh, people would have been you know storming uh, the offices of the NFL, and I think rightfully so. What you just said it was one of the first thoughts I had, Paulie. How can you possibly think about going to eight teams when Tennessee just gave their players a bye week last week? Yeah. Oh, there's. I mean, of all teams, that franchise could have been. What are you guys? Come on. There's no way you can do this to us. Mm-hmm. We can't go back and play the game against Dallas now. We gave our guys a bye week because it was a meaningless football game, and we prepared for Week 18 against Jacksonville. Come on. Yeah. yeah. There's. That's the reason why. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And then the press conference with the Bills. Very good. Yeah. yeah. This McDermott and Allen were great. I know Zach Taylor had a good press conference, but the Bills. Finally meeting with the media and then asked about Hamlin, so they got the good news with Hamlin. Uh, and I thought that was a, a very good press conference as well, and we got answers there about how, how are the Bills feeling and, and moving forward in a big game Sunday. Yeah, here's a little Josh Allen uh, asked, does the Hamlin family want them to play? Mario talking to us as a team and the things that he, he kind of told us and really didn't tell us, he demanded us. You know, and you, you can't not honor his his request to go out there and charge forward you know to the best of our abilities and obviously we'll be playing with i guess less heavy hearts now um knowing that you know today's news was a lot of a lot of tears of joy i'll tell you that um but to know that that's that's what he wants that's what his dad wants i think guys are uh excited to get out there that number was uh, six and a half at some spots yesterday. Seven pretty much everywhere. I think it's going to be up for grabs Sunday. That place will be on fire. Oh, my God. And I think you're going to get a huge effort out of Buffalo. And I don't think it's going to go well for the Patriots. And I think uh, the fan, the fans are going to be fantastic Yep. Uh, uh, for Buffalo Sunday. And I think they – Allen was asked, are they ready to play? He said, yes, we're ready to go. So then with the father having the Zoom video meeting with them, and uh, that did a lot for their spirits and – 
And I think it's going to carry over into Sunday and the rest of the season. And I do like that Josh Allen closed his press conference. He was walking away, and he's like, oh, I'm sorry, one more thing. I must say this about T. Higgins. And he went down for like 30 seconds, and he said uh, it was a football play. And he goes, everybody that's attacking him on social media and, yeah. and anywhere else, he goes, knock it off. Yeah. Uh, and I blame Bart Scott for that, too, oh, on ESPN. It's a, it's a disgrace. You're a former football player. Again, yeah. to your point, dude, you were, an, you were an okay to nice football player in New York. If you didn't make the NFL, you, you started off with your media nationally and then working in New York, you'd be working in like Roanoke, Virginia, making $30,000 a year. Knock it off. Don't do the hot take crap and blame T. Higgins. You, you're an embarrassment for doing that, dude. Yeah. I, I, I couldn't believe it. I refused to watch it. I saw the headlines. I'm like, what an idiot. I hope they suspend him indefinitely. How can you come on TV and come up with a hot take like that? Blame T. Higgins. It's his fault. <laughs> you moron. Yeah. God, does that bother me? Uh, concur. Uh, winter sports in full swing. Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is your home for all the latest lines, odds, and boosts. And whether you're a football, hockey, or basketball fan, Bet Rivers has you covered. Join us every week for new promotions like their Tuesday hockey first goal insurance, Sunday football parlay insurance, and more. Bet Rivers, where it is a whole new game. We'll recap the betting action from last night. Uh, Paul, you were running down in win some, lose some. Uh, an angle came in. Uh, four different ways last night in the NBA. The same angle got there. And also, craziness in college basketball, including teams that were ranked in the top 25. Some of the blowing uh, blown leads, my God. All the details coming up here and Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media, but now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Before I found Zigazoo, I believed all social media was inappropriate for kids, but I feel great about my kids being on Zigazoo. Videos are moderated by actual people before being added to the feed. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about mean comments on your kids' videos. And you need parental consent before joining Zigazoo. Bottom line, it's a space that prioritizes data safety for kids. Oh, but don't take my word for it. Zigazoo is KidSafe COPPA certified. So weigh everything Zigazoo has to offer. Maybe you'll zigzag too. Zigazoo, a social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with five good things a new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. 
Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Win some, lose some, presented by Bacardi Spiced Rum. Bacardi Spiced Rum, blended with natural flavors and spices for a bold yet smooth taste. Please drink responsibly. Were you a winner last night? Wow, winning. Or was it a rough one? Well, they can't all be winners, can they? Loser! You're a loser! Molly Howard recaps the night in sports betting in Win Some, Lose Some. A lot of college basketball, which we'll get to in a second. Bengals win the AFC North. With the news yesterday, NBA favorites 4-0 straight up in ATS. Grizzlies magic over 226 up to 230. Cash that ticket. NHL Seattle plus 180. Nashville plus 190. Both winners. Subscribe. Be part of the team. VEASAN Pro, our radio and podcast friends. You always want to see these tweets and videos. We try to hit every demographic here. Gather around the campfire as a family and watch. This is Taylor Luan. He's on board. Now, uh, I think the hype is what has hurt this the most, but that is a tasty burger, and that's in and out where he went. And you see the fries, and you see the animal style, and those that, that's a good-looking burger at in and out I mean, I Some want people one. think it's overrated. I want one right now. Yep. I think Shake Shack's better. But uh, the fries, no. Uh, how about Dustin? But, but Dustin's you know, on my side, our producer here, that Burger King is underrated. I, I don't know. I but been you're not there. a Burger King guy at all. No. No, I just I don't know. I just haven't right. been there like once in a decade. I'm not I'm not joking. Sure, sure. It might, it might be good. I have no idea. This though, uh I is it overrated? If people it, call it like the, the the golden goose, right? If it's like the best thing you've ever had, then maybe it's overrated. But it, it does it ever not deliver in and, and out? And a very good drive through. Oh, don't be afraid. Drive-through. Don't be afraid if that thing's busy. They'll get you through in five, ten minutes. Yeah, unfortunately, that's how you do have to dress up the fries a little bit. Yeah. If you order the fries just on their own, like no cheesy fries, no animal style with the fries, I think the fries are just you pass on them. Yep. But you're right. That's like Big Kahuna in Pulp Fiction, man. That is one tasty burger. Some people have a problem with street performers. You know, they're creative. They're trying to pay the bills. Let's go to London. Look at this guy. All dressed up, and the, the video of how he pu- is able to pull this off. Look at this, where it just looks like he's standing in midair or holding himself up with the shovel. Look at this. Oh, thank you for the tip. There you go. He's got the tip jar, and it looks <laughs> looks like he's just floating. Right? Incredible video That's in London. Impressive, yeah. Right. It is impressive. And there's the okay. Thank you for the tip, young lady. Right. And he looks over. Great video. 
But more impressive is how he's able to do this every day and what goes into how he's able to pull this off as well. Have you thought about this? Where's the sleight of hand here? What are we missing? Oh, this got this got a whole thing how he's uh, able to stand up. Uh, is there a wire in the back? He's got some concoction. Yeah, yeah underneath there. Right? Underneath. Yeah. Okay, underneath yeah. there, absolutely. The dog has it figured it out. Has it figured out with a game of seesaw by himself. Look at this. Coming down. There you go. Go back up. All the way up. <laughs> I got it there. And come back up and go back That That's entertainment for two hours for the guy. And great exercise. Yeah, that's great. Smart dog. He can figure it out. Very good. Let's go to the Cincinnati Zoo again and check in with our guy, Fritzy. Having a, he's up to 420 pounds now, Mitch. There he is. The twirls and spins. I think Big he's gaining like uh, 25 pounds a week. Yeah, right. There you go. And always looking for mom and dad, too, and having a good time. Fritzy the hippo. Good job. <laughs> And look at, there he is. And then coming up, the best is when he photobombed the, the guy proposed. <laughs> when he <laughs> yeah, photobombed that from last week as well. Lose some Clippers Nuggets over. What was that? 224 to 229. Not much, not as uh, not as far as the total, but they were down, what, 40 in that game? You mean a, the blowout by yeah. the Nuggets last night? Yes. Killed them? Yeah. Good luck figuring out the Clippers. Mav Celtics over. 229 up to 232 and a half. No good. Well, what was that? Uh, yes. Wow, that was the Celtics coming to play. Denver, St. Thomas, Minnesota under. 149 down to 145, no good. And Eastern Kentucky over 156 up to 161.5 against Central Arkansas. That's a loser. Be careful when you come out here. And you listen, you live in Summerlin, the suburbs, the coyotes are everywhere now. Look at this. We have a coyote problem in Las Vegas. This guy's just hanging out on the roof of a car on the street. Hanging out. Waiting. He, yes. doesn't, he does not like whatever the owner of that car did the night before. He's waiting for him. Jeez. Trapped on the license plate. He's at his house now. Absolutely. Yeah, that's like the Dustin is right. That's like the beginning of the Planet of the Apes. And uh, for what it's yes. worth, I see coyotes probably at least once a week on the way in. I saw one driving morning. home from work uh, in a little inside baseball here, but on Fort Apache where the speed limit's 45. I mean, those are houses. Those are, you're surrounded by a, it's a housing community. Yeah. It's residential. Running down the street. It was running down the middle of the street, oh, a coyote. Wow. Okay. I couldn't believe it. That was a month ago, I think. Win some, lose some, presented by Bacardi Spiced Rum. Blended with natural flavors and spices for a bold yet smooth taste. Please drink responsibly. All right, here's some of the uh, carnage last night in college basketball as well. Indiana led Iowa 35-15 in the first half. 35-15 in the first half. They lost outright 91-89 yep. in that game. They blew that lead. The bet that I was on yesterday, Ohio State, I had them money line, minus 125 at home to Purdue. Ohio State made a three with 40 seconds left to go up 69-66. Purdue came down, made a basket. So Ohio State gets the ball back with the lead under 30 seconds to play. And they never scored again. Like they, they thought that Purdue was going to foul. And I will say this, like the late game execution by the Boilermakers, exceptional last night. They didn't foul. They caused a turnover. And they ran a great play for an open three. And they got it. And that's how I lost that bet. That stung. A three-point lead, 40 seconds left. My team doesn't score again, and they had the ball. Oh, mm-hmm, man. Mm-hmm. Um, UCLA led USC by 20 in the first half. They won the game by two. Yep. They were completely outscored and dominated in the second half. Uh, Arizona was laying almost 20 points. They won by three. And then the week that I decided to ju- jump in on Drew Timmy to win the Wooden Award, because he was playing, we t- talked about this, I think, on Monday or Tuesday. Only one by two at San Francisco. Yeah, his last seven games, he's playing otherworldly. Yeah. Great numbers. Three of 16 last night. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. A couple well, so, of killers there. Yeah. 
So DraftKings, they do have, we talked about the incentives this week for Week 18 in the National Football League, and we'll get into the Saturday games. We have a lot on Chiefs, Raiders, and uh, Jags, Titans coming up in about 10 minutes. DraftKings, they created a market uh, when you look at their weekly specials where you can bet on record breakers. And if you think Mahomes is going to have 430-plus passing yards this week, that's what he needs to break Peyton Manning's Mm all-time single-season passing record. They put up plus 650 on that. Great job, guys. Great job, Johnny Avello. Great job with the team. That's up. Jefferson has set the record, plus uh, 650 as well. Yep. They have 194 rushing yards. Uh, very good props. Very creative. There's also a prop. Will someone win a game by 26 points or more? It's a dollar ten. No. Is there a reason why that number is up? The largest margin of it. That's that's what they went with. Okay. Yeah. That's fair. That's interesting, Oh, too. I think we're going to get multiple blowouts. I think you will see if someone went by four touchdowns. Yeah. Yes. I could actually see the Mahomes bet, making a case to bet the Mahomes record-breaker bet over Jefferson, and we talked about this yesterday. Mm-hmm. I don't, maybe Raiders-Chiefs is a shootout. It should be. And maybe Stidham think, you know, uh, looks good again, and they're going up and down the field, and Mahomes, they need to win the game. The last right? five head-to-head have gone over. Yep. Yep. So I, that's I, also, if you're in range, do you go for it? I, I could if, see uh, Mahomes with tough... like 250 at halftime. Oh, sure. You know? Yeah. But again, what's the scenario for Jefferson to break this record? It would be Bears and Vikings kind of in a shootout. Bears are actually going to try to win the game, which I can't see happening. Fields is not going to play. Well, it's Peterman. Come on. And then O'Connell decides to play Jefferson like the whole game. 194 yards, that to me is completely out of reach. Mm-hmm. Mahomes has a chance. Jefferson, no, can't get there. I, I'm I with would you agree. On that. Yep. yep. I'm excited tomorrow, the game out here. I'm actually going to go to the game. Never been to a Raiders game out here. I refuse to go to a game on Sundays. I, there's too much stuff going on. I want to live right. bet. I want to watch games, and I want to have my fantasy stuff in front of me. Are you aware that the Chiefs are 5-0 and straight up in the division, but 0-5 ATS? This would be the first time in the Super Bowl era that someone could run the table in the division but not cover one of the games. Wow. That's crazy. They're also 1-10 ATS, uh, ATS run in conference games. But Mahomes is 15 and 0 on the road in the division. Yeah, think about Going that. Going back too. So they win so all these games. Is, yeah. And then when you look at uh, you know the games this year against the, uh, the Denver games, both close. Easily could have lost last week. Yeah. And then they blew a 27 nothing lead the first time they played. Both Charger games, close, super close. Yep. The Monday night game against the Raiders. Yep. Absolutely. Lucky to win that game against the Raiders. You know, it's funny because they're they're 13 and three. And I know I mentioned this earlier in the week with Buffalo. With the, they lost by three to the Colts. They lost by four to the Bills and lost by three to Cincinnati. Yeah. So special teams is a problem. Check the status of Butker. He had back spasms this week at practice. He was horrible uh, in the Denver game. They, they fumbled a punt again as well. So to, to think that they're 13-3, and three, yet they're one of the worst teams in the league in turnover margin as well, just shows you the power of Mahomes. Yeah, and how good he is. And when you look at a couple of the of the results this year from like prime time, go back and think about what happened in the game against the Buccaneers on the road and then at the 49ers. I, I said it then, I'll say it right now. When they play like that and they have to bring their A game and they're taking on, you know, it's, I, I wonder how they lose ever, right? Because Mahomes is just, he. they scored yeah. 44 against the Niners defense. Right. Absurd. And they scored 41 against the Buccaneers. Neither one of those games were even close. You're gonna you're gonna watch a you're gonna see an aerial circus, I believe, because I I think Stidham will move it on him. I, I I think it's gonna be a high scoring game. Yeah, I I won't I will not be surprised. Yeah. No, if, if it, there there are fireworks tomorrow out here in Las Vegas during that game, yeah. we'll continue talking about the games that we have on tap for tomorrow. 
And when I tell you they haven't had an answer for him, I mean they have not had an answer for him. The mind-blowing numbers coming up next here on Follow the Money. It's VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. This is Follow the Money on VSIN. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber for $79. Get access to everything we do through March Madness. Only VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to every pick by every host, every guest, betting splits, betting reports, limited time offer. Sign up now. Get it through the end of the madness. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. I can't get over that stat on Mahomes. 15-0 on the road in the, in the division. Yeah. <laughs> That's bonkers, man. Stupid. Just stupid. Okay, so uh, to pay off the tees here right out of the gates, the, the player that uh, the Raiders have had absolutely no answer for, I mean, other than Patrick Mahomes, has been Travis Kelsey. And uh, to refresh your memories of what he did the first time around in that awesome shootout that we had, he had, think about this, he had seven catches on eight targets. Paulie, he only had 25 yards, but he scored four times. He has 11 career touchdowns against this team, the next team on the list, seven against the Chargers. So, and even when you go back and look at the game log, he's only had two stink bombs like in the last five or six years. And that was three for 27. And that was actually uh, the last game last year. And you got to go back many, many years to find a three for 32 and no touchdowns. In between, there's an eight for a buck 19, an eight for a dollar 27 and a touchdown, an eight for a dollar eight and a touchdown, five for 97, 107 and a touchdown. There's a 12 for a 168 and two touchdowns. Jesus. He absolutely pounds this defense into submission basically every single time they play. And I don't know, I mean, to score, think about this, to, to score two touchdowns in the game, he's only plus 350. That's where the number's at. Has all the makings. National TV, one seat on the line. Uh, he's been so good against them in his, in his career. Mahomes um, can get the record. Kelsey's sitting there at only 74.5 for receiving yards. Uh, Mahomes is 323 at DraftKings for passing yards. And uh, at Bet Rivers, two and a half touchdowns is the prop, under minus 130 on Mahomes. So the Warren Sharp tweet, he needs 429 to break Manning's record, where the Raiders are uh, 29th in passing yards per game. So he figures they have a big performance, and uh, we'll see if Stidham can go toe-to-toe and uh, keep it a a compelling game for four quarters. Yeah, here's the thing, right? I mean, let's say that Mahomes, again, has like around 200-plus in the first half, but it's a 14-14 game. Again, to reiterate what we talked about in the first segment, it's still a very important game for the Chiefs based on what the NFL decided yesterday. And, uh, you know, getting the number one seed overall, having the bye, it would still come down to a neutral field potentially, in the AFC title game, but they kind of have to have this game. The thing is, the Raiders have actually, Derek Carr actually played pretty well against the Chiefs mm-hmm. over time. Yeah. He had some good games against this team, including the first time. Will they have an answer for Devontae Adams? No. I don't think so either. No. I think he's going to eat all game. And will they slow down Waller? I don't know if that'll happen as well. They've also had a, a world, they've been in a world of hurt covering big numbers. They've failed to cover five in a row and laying more than a touchdown. So I thought the 10 was outrageous to start. Uh, and it was, I said I'm supposed to be okay with the elbow. That's supposed to be much ado about nothing. 
but uh, Jacobs is questionable. But we'll see here if, uh, again, it continues, that they go 6-0 and in the division straight up, but 0-6 ATS. Yeah. Would you consider, like, team totals in this game? The Chiefs, 30-and-a-half. The Raiders, 20-and-a-half. Oh, I think they'll get 21. Oh, I think the Raiders will score oh, 21, yeah. too. Yeah. I like that bet. Okay, yeah. Because, they're, again, that can get there in a variety of ways. One, if it's a close game and the Raiders give them a run for their money, I can't see the Raiders like winning a 14-13 game. Like that, that, that to me is out the window. But also, there's the blowout scenario where it's you know, 42-17, 12 minutes to go in the fourth quarter, and the Raiders get a garbage touchdown to go over. Mm-hmm. That's in play, too. Yep. And then with the playoffs start a week early because we get Tennessee against Jacksonville. Mitch will tell you about the scenario where T- Jacksonville can lose and still get in. They've won and covered four in a row. Tennessee has lost six in a row. And now we'll see uh, what Dobbs can do through the air for the Titans. And a big dose of Henry. Got to be the whole key to the – if they can keep this close and pull off an upset. The better prop might be – I gave out and bet 91.5 rushing yards over, maybe 13.5 receiving. Mike, because he has to throw them. There's got to be dump-offs and screens. Oh, they're going to – To Henry as Absolutely well, have think. to call some screens. And yep. do something safe, safe for Dobbs. I mean, he just signed a guy – this would be a second start of his career. Uh, and then the turnaround here for Jacksonville – where they were 2-6 and six, and now can win the division, actually make noise in the playoffs. But how Lawrence has played, 24-8 to eight touchdown INT ratio, and three players with, uh, with all these catches, with the 60 receptions or more, when you're looking at it, uh, with Ingram, Kirk, the, the incentives as well with Kirk and Zay Jones. Right. But the emergence of Ingram, who was a major disappointment with the Giants, he went off in the first meeting. And they had no problems moving the ball against Tennessee in that first game. And Tennessee is dead last against the pass. They're 30th on offense, and they have the 30th passing attack. Yep. So a lot of things to fix here with Vrabel. I don't think he can do it, and I I like the favorite uh, in this game Saturday night. Yeah, here's the scenario in which both teams could make the playoffs. Bills beat the Patriots. Jets beat the Dolphins. Browns beat the Steelers. If all those things happen on Sunday, the Jags would sneak into the playoffs as a wild card team, and the Titans would host a playoff game as division champs if Jacksonville loses the game tomorrow. That's possible. Yeah. I mean... What do you, what do you think Dobbs is capable of? Oh, be, being fine. But it's, I, it's I, more, if they're going to win the game, Henry has to go. It's got to... Well, yeah, I mean... Well, first things first, he's got to start taking care of the ball. The fumbles have been out of control And this, this is the first game in which it killed me. I had a bet on that game... When the Titans had the lead and they're driving, and Henry fumbled like near the sideline, that was the first. That was the first out of uh, a two, three-game stretch where he fumbled twice yeah. in huge spots. Yes, to cost them games. Dobbs against Dallas overall was twenty of thirty-nine for two thirty-two, one touchdown, mm. one INT. I mean, off the street, that's not awful at all. No, he's one ninety and a half, and he's a dollar fifty to throw an interception. I think he was minus two dollars against the Cowboys to throw an INT. Yeah. No, he should have had a pick six. Diggs dropped that pick That's six right. in the first half. That is true. That is true. But also, like you said, Lawrence was Superman the first time they played. He threw for uh, three sixty-eight and three touchdowns. And Ingram went nuts in that game. He had eleven for a buck sixty-seven and two scores. I'm also, I mean, when you look at the Tennessee team overall since Week 13, now those are all losses, obviously, to Philly, Jacksonville, the Chargers, Houston, and Dallas. Their offensive stats are just miserable. Like, total EPA per play, they're 28th. Passing EPA per play, they're 29th. Pressure percentage allowed, they're dead last. 
points per game, they're 30th. Play success percentage, drive success percentage, they're in the bottom five. And then on defense, the one thing they do really well is slow down the run. In fact, uh, allowing explosive plays, they're number one at not allowing that to happen. Rushing EPA per, per play, they're fourth overall in those uh, last five weeks. But like you said, Paul, I mean, every team can pass on them. Lawrence put up huge numbers, and every player basically has since. And when you look at yeah. Jacksonville's offense since week nine, and yes, that includes losses to the Chiefs and the Lions, when you look at the advanced metrics, they're top 10 in a lot of key categories. Total EPA per play, they're 10th. Passing EPA per play, they're 6th. Explosive passes, they're ninth overall. Even the ground game has been pretty good. Points per game, play success rate, drive success rate. So this team has completely flipped it around. Uh, Lawrence has found a lot of success, and I think you got to tip your cap to Doug Peterson and give him a lot of uh, um, a lot of accolades here. Send in your tickets too. There are several people we know that have eleven to one tickets on Jacksonville to win the division. Remember, Tennessee was as high as eighteen hundred. Yeah, uh, to win the division, uh, and now they've lost six in a row. So you're, let's see your tickets on Jacksonville to win it because there, this was highly unlikely. Going back a month, six weeks ago. Well, it all coincides with this long losing streak. I yep. mean, well, the big win against Dallas, uh, how great Jacksonville has played, but you're right. I mean, it was over. Tennessee was seven and three, and Vrabel was looking at coach of the year. And how are you you winning games without a passing attack? And you go to overtime and lose at Kansas City, and then whoop, after yep. the win at Lambeau, I mean, it has been ugly. You lost a close game to Cincinnati. That's going to happen. But then they fired their GM after they got routed by Brown and the Eagles, and then they haven't been the same. And they, they had an opportunity against the Chargers. That's the game Taniel got hurt and couldn't move. But the offense has been putrid here the last month. Now, to clarify, when you said moments ago that you like the favorite here, do you mean to cover or just yes. to win the game? Oh, I, oh you like them? Uh, they win yes. by seven or more? Yes. Okay. All right. what, what, what would surprise you with Dobbs? Or what are you expecting out of him? Two touch. Two touchdowns and 250 would surprise me. It would surprise you, okay. Yeah, I think yeah, if, that's, that's, I think if they numbers. win, it has to be Lawrence turns the ball over and Henry goes for 150. I mean, Henry has to get 30 carries tomorrow. Oh, he ha- he's got to be the man. He has to. Has to be. I mean, this is the guy's second career start. Right. If, so, think about this. If it Jackson- also speaks to how bad Dallas defensively has been yep. that Dobbs looked like that yep. Thursday. If Jacksonville can slow down Henry, that, that, would be the, that would be the most surprising result to me in that game. If, they, if Henry basically does nothing, and yet Jacksonville loses because Dobbs is good in the air, mm. that would be stunning to me. Ingram's only 46 and a half. That killed him the first time. Yeah, that seems low. Up next, the late afternoon window and uh, their scenarios coming up. There is an angle in play that is 33-3 and three straight up and 25-10-1 and one ATS since 2012. Strong numbers. We'll share them with you coming up next. You heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. Oh. <laughs> 
I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun! Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All oh, my friends love it. I love that it's KidSafe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. But the six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This is Follow the Money on VSEN. Good doubleheader tomorrow. Props are already up at Bet Rivers and the NFL games. And whether it's football, hockey, or basketball, they have you covered. Tuesday, hockey, first goal insurance. Sunday, football, parlay insurance. It's a whole new game. Great house specials and a dynamite menu at Bet Rivers. We have a couple of 14-point favorites on the board Sunday afternoon. Game 1, Giants at the Eagles. And all these games start at 425 Eastern, 125 Pacific. Uh, yesterday, Paulie, again, Jalen Hurts, because of the shoulder, he was limited in practice. Now, he did go through practice with the first team Wednesday, although he was limited then as well. We had Howard Eskin on the show tomorrow, and I got to tell you, like when we talked to Howard, it didn't sound to me like he was 100% that Hurts was going to go yeah. in this game. Mm. So I would say pay attention to the injury reports today and find out what the status is of Hurts uh, today at practice for the Eagles. Saquon Barkley told the media, unless Brian Dable tells me differently, I'm playing in the game. I don't know what to tell you here. I mean, this is, I would sit everybody and worry about the Vikings next week. So would I. A very winnable game. Uh, I just... 
that's hard to handicap this right now on a Friday morning. Who's playing quarterback for the Eagles? What's Dayball going to do with the Giants? And if they do play, is it only for a half? Is it for a quarter? You know, what happens? But still, the Eagles should win this game. And and uh, Las Vegas is telling you that Dayball's sitting people for the majority of the game based on the point spread. Yep. I, I know, I know the, the, the Eagles just embarrassed them in the first meeting. Buried them. So, again, if it's going to be Hurts, you go up three scores early, put it on cruise control, and lock up the one seed. Get them out of the game. But th- that's where I think in-play wagering on Sunday is going to be fascinating. Yes. You know, because if they if they do, if they're in cru- cru- uh, cruise control, like what happens in the 49ers game, what happens in the Cowboys game, like specifically in the second half? If they go in, both those teams with big leads, and they see that the Eagles are up by, you know, three touchdowns, do they cool the Jets? Yeah. Do they put the backups in at that point? But the Eagles obviously still have to have this game Overall, for the one seed, and Nick Sirianni, their head coach, talked about how badly they want to win this game before the playoffs start. I just want to make sure we're we, we've, we're improving, right? We're improving. So as as a football team, and you know, thought the defense played a really good game yesterday. Thought the offense played a good game the the week before. Um, and so you know, you never want to be like you you never want to be take dips in your improvement, right? You want to continue to go at an upward level and so that's what you want that's what you're trying to get out of this um now there are there obviously it's national football league and that does happen here and there but you know as far as like how we just want to go out there and play a good game obviously um this next game and and play to our abilities and coach to our abilities um and so uh, but as far as momentum i don't think about i don't really think about that stuff really too much i just want to go out and perform that day I kind of get that. And again, we said the same thing yesterday about the Vikings, right? They play in the early window. Do you want to limp into the playoffs looking like that last week against the Packers? Yeah, right. I would say no. Mm-hmm. So Cowboys commanders going on at the same time. Here's a note, Steve Mackinnon, and you can read all of his Week 18 nuggets up at vcin.com. They're excellent. Dallas has gone over the total in eight straight same-season rematch games versus Washington. They've averaged 36 points per game in the process. Mm-hmm. But I don't know what to expect out of Howell. Maybe he lights it up. Maybe he struggles. Who knows? Then again, Dallas, uh, their defense has been horrendous. And Washington's win total, season-long win total on the line here at 7.5. And And also, what happens if it's a blowout with Philadelphia? Does McCarthy say, okay, that's it. Uh, We're going to play Tampa and uh, we can't improve our position? That'll do it for that. That, that's, yeah. Your point about in play is spot on here, especially with the late games. Yeah, I don't think this is going to go well for Washington. Brian Robinson did not practice yesterday. That's the second straight day. Uh, they also placed Antonio Gibson on IR, ending his season. Pollard was a full practice Thursday. And Micah Parsons came off the injury uh, report on Wednesday as well. We talk about all this, like teams offensively wanting to get it right. Don't you think the Cowboys defensively want to get it right before the playoffs? Yeah. Hasn't exactly been smooth sailing for that unit. Oh, it's lately. been ugly. No doubt. It's been ugly. Yeah. And I'll, I'll give you this. Cardinals at the 49ers again. Another late game. NFL, think about this for a second. NFL home teams riding a winning streak of at least five games outright are awesome when they're late season favorites of more than 10 points, going 33-3 and straight up, but more importantly, 25-10-1 ATS. That's 71.4% in the final three weeks of the regular season since 2012. That's what you have going on in this game with the 49ers. This should get out of control. This was a blowout in Mexico City yep. when Arizona was relatively healthy. And now it's Blau, and now you don't have Hopkins. 
I mean, how's Arizona going to move the ball? Well, and, and it's, James it's Connor, a, by the way, officially yeah. did not practice oh, on Thursday thank as you. well. And it's a 49er defense in a bad mood after what happened against Las Vegas. So, not to mention what they're going to do offensively. The 49ers, I think, do probably get to 35, 37 points in this game as well. So, there's your, there's your two seed. Uh and that they should have no problems and make it 10 in a row going into the playoffs. Yeah, and the Cardinals, by the way, to their credit, they have played their guts out the last two weeks. They nearly won both games. They let the Christmas Day game against the Buccaneers slip away. Should have won that game. And last week, last week yeah. easily, easily could have defeated the Falcons. So now it's like, okay, we have one game left. Maybe Watt goes out on a high note uh, to his career. But offensively, this should not look pretty at all. You said Hopkins, Connor again, if he can't go. Debo came back. He was a full participant in practice yesterday. But also McCaffrey, he was sidelined for the practice yesterday. So how do they approach it with him? Do you imagine how bad this will be for the books if the if the heavy chalk gets there with these late games? Well, people, the, well, the Eagles will blow them out. They need the one seed. Well, Dallas, Washington's playing Howell. 49ers need. I mean, this could be. I, I would expect those blowouts, too. Yeah, I did a money line parlay this week. Uh-huh. I had to do it. Uh, I think I'm probably going to do another one, and I'll tie it into Georgia Monday night. And if all of the NFL favorites get there that'll tie into it, then I can come back and do what I want with TCU. <clears throat> and by the way, if it goes like that way, you're exactly right. The books are going to get mauled. Yeah. I don't see a lot of, uh, I don't see the Rams getting a lot of support at the window or on the app either. No, neither With, with one of those late games with the season over and figure that uh, that's it. Tea times are booked. Well, Seahawks still need to win this game sure, too. Sure, absolutely. Yeah, with right. That. And like we said yesterday, I think that Kenneth Walker can, Maybe cement the offensive rookie of the year if he goes off and has a really big game. I think they'll give it to him plenty. He was really good last week, but I think a hundred yards and a touchdown should probably do it for him. Right. I'm re- I really like Denver in the other late game. I just they've never I, as I've read that I think I believe they've never lost thirteen games in a season, and the fact that the Chargers I expect the Bengals to beat the Ravens in the early game, so then Los Angeles is locked into the five. I, I don't I don't see them playing people for the second half. And and Denver's been frisky other than the, the again what happened on Christmas. So Right, right. I I think the Broncos win the game. You know, they could treat it like uh some of these other teams did last week by week. Right? If we're locked in, they could, yeah. Okay, guys, take it easy. Yeah. Herbert, you're not gonna play. We'll throw Chase Daniel out there again. Surprise everybody. And if that happens, that number will go past three, I would think, right? What would you do? You're, you're, the Ravens lose. You're locked into the five. Would you sit everyone if you're Staley, or would you? I would absolutely go, a, go I would, a half. I would consider it. Yeah. I mean, it has to be in the back of your mind, does it not? Yeah, you're finally getting healthy. That's the thing. You, you, I mean, you've been decimated by injuries the entire year. Yet you've played well enough to, you know, be locked into a playoff spot, and then you come back and you play everybody in a meaningless game, and then oh, here's another injury. I, I don't think I'd hmm. want to take my chances with that. Uh, and in the late game, Lions at the Packers, Matt Lafleur. Seven and one straight up and ATS as a favorite between one and seven points in post-Thanksgiving regular season games. Average score, Packers 32, opponents 19. Average line, Packers minus four and a half. They have been a great late regular season team the past, what, two, three, four years, Green Bay? Here's Dan Campbell asked, uh, what do you tell the players before a game like this to keep the right perspective? We tell them the magnitude. This is big. That's what we do. This is big, and it's going to be fun, and let's go. I mean, the intensity is up now. This is a playoff game, and, uh, and they're going to know that. And so that's, that's how we're going into it. 3-13-1 last year. So even if they are eliminated when they take the field, 
with a Seattle win, yeah, he'll have them ready to go. And the other thing, who had this going into the season? They, Goff has not turned the ball over. Detroit hasn't turned the ball over. They've been great. A lot of people were making the case on Twitter about give me the Goff interception yeah. uh, prop because they're on the road. But I just, the other thing, Glenn, he's even money. Yeah. Yep. It was even money to throw an INT. They, they, he's been a hell of a year. The other thing, our buddy Glenn and Quincy Mass, who we met at Foxwoods, his favorite prop, the under shortest touchdown. Every game but two with Detroit, the under is cashed. The one-yard touchdown has happened in every Detroit Bad game damn. but two. That's awesome. Uh, here's your pro tip of the hour. Know the house rules before placing your bets. Not all books are grading win totals the same after the Bills and Bengals cancellation. Paul, you pointed that out earlier. DraftKings, they're winners. Already determined. Uh, Lock yep. it up, they say. Yep, yep, yep. So you get a pro tip every hour here on this network. That means at least 20 every single day, and they're available for VEASAN Pro subscribers only at VEASAN.com, where you can sort them by sport and by show. We will discuss the AFC South clash between the Titans and Jags next with Mia O'Brien. She covers the uh, Jaguars with 1010XL in Jacksonville. Where will Saturday night rank among the all-time home crowds for Jacksonville? We'll ask her that coming up here on Follow the Money, VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Saturdays are for sunshine, especially for your ears. With another election, ongoing wars, and natural disasters, we know the news can be a lot to take in. And we're determined to share the bright side of humanity. Every Saturday, take a breather from the headlines and hear all the uplifting happenings across the world with five good things. A new weekend edition of CNN Five Things. That means you can find this goodness in the same feed as Five Things. Listen to Five Good Things on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. 